0: To be able to teach effectively, it's important for the teacher to keep control of their classroom. I have learned that consistency in terms of how you apply your behavior plan is necessary for teaching and learning to occur. You can't effectively teach in total chaos. Now being proactive and planning for disruptions that may occur will lessen the stress of managing your class, building relationships with your students will go a long way with respect to them doing what you ask them to do, while at the same time help your students grow emotionally and taking responsibility for their actions. If you want to reduce misbehavior in your classroom, you should keep your students actively engaged and focused on learning. Welcome to Episode 131 of the Teacher Rockstar podcast, a place where tips and strategies critical to the new teacher are discussed we share the latest educational research and best practices so that the new teacher can be better equipped for a successful classroom experience i'm your host steve hiles and today we will be talking about how to reduce misbehavior in the classroom but before we get into today's topic i want to ask you a question are you a brand new teacher that just graduated college would you be interested in having somebody with you every step of the way to guide and assist you as you transition into the classroom. Well stay to the end of this episode and I will provide you with a link to learn how you can. Okay first thing I want to address is plan for smaller blocks of time. Now what do I mean by that? Well it's so much easier for the teacher to manage and execute smaller blocks of learning time than it is to manage and execute larger blocks of learning time. Okay, Students, I feel, learn best in a structured environment whereby the time to disengage is limited. So when you plan for larger chunks of time, it increases the likelihood of students not being focused and opportunities increase for off-task behavior. Now, you can always check how much learning has taken place by having students work with partners, have them in groups, uh, informal assessments, exit tickets, etc. I found that using a timer has helped me keep track of the amount of time that students spend on a task. I think uh, you would do well to, to use something like that. The next thing I'd like to address is be proactive when it comes to handling disruptions. Okay, It's likely that there will be disruptions during a lesson. Uh, We can help students overcome any lost time by setting aside an area where students can access manipulatives or other resources. We can also let students know where to find more information online or in the media center. Of course, disruptions resulting from student misbehavior. Then what you want to do is assign extra work for them to catch up on after school or advise uh, that that assignment will be retasked. Uh, to that particular student okay now the next area I want to kind of jump into is really get to know your kids okay building relationships with your students know their backgrounds their interests what they find challenging etc okay Um, de-escalate conflict as it occurs by using dialogue retasking or moving the student from the situation Uh, for a period of time now in some situations taking the student aside for a personal discussion may in fact be helpful Um, I would avoid sending the student to the principal's office for minor infractions as it erodes your own authority as the classroom teacher and really if you stop and think about it the buck stops with you okay now however let me point this out if the student is a clear danger to himself herself or other students in the class, then by all means, um, you know, getting an administrator involved would be the appropriate and prudent thing to do. That goes without saying. All right, the next area I'd like to address is you want to ensure a good environment conducive to learning. Now, this is where good classroom organization comes into play. You, as the teacher, must be able to adequately supervise everything that's going on inside of your classroom. You want your student desks set up in a way as to not cause unnecessary distractions. Okay, Uh, You want to ensure that there is an easy flow of traffic throughout the class. You also want to make sure that you can arrange the activities that you planned in the class with the least amount of disruption. Next up is respect your students. Now I have to say here that respect is a two-way street. I mean... If you treat your students with respect, then you will earn the respect of your students, okay? Think about this for a moment. Students are more likely to learn from a teacher that they like and respect than ones that they think are unfair or unreasonable. Doesn't that make sense? Students who feel that they are treated unfairly are also the ones that are more likely to lash out causing problems in your classroom a point to remember here is that the teacher needs to be flexible because children come from a variety of different backgrounds and they may not fit into nice neat boxes as the other kids in your room so you will want to be cognizant of that okay Uh, the last area I want to address is avoid zero tolerance discipline okay punishing misbehaviors should only be done so that teachers can teach and students can learn get students involved when setting up rules and avoid complex and long lists of what not to do. Just keep it simple. Uh, Preferably I would say three rules but definitely not more than five would do the job and you want to state the rules in a positive manner instead of saying for example do not yell in the class you could just simply say use inside voices by keeping students engaged and focused in learning we can greatly reduce the possibility of misbehavior. And, and I have to tell you, in all my years of teaching, this is absolutely the case. You know, And as you go through the year, I have to tell you, it gets tougher and tougher, especially towards the end of the year, because you definitely have to keep these kids engaged and keep them focused. All right, Punishing student behavior really should be used as a last resort in order to keep control and allow the rest of the students to learn. Well, all right. Remember at the beginning of the show, I said if you would be interested in having somebody with you every step of the way to guide and assist you as you transition into the classroom? Well, I said I would provide you with a link, and here it is. Simply go to tra.teacherclassroomresources.com. That's tra.teacherclassroomresources.com. Com. I want to thank you for listening to the Teacher Rockstar Podcast. I'm your host, Steve Hiles. When you get a moment, visit my blog and subscribe to my newsletter for the latest educational research, best practices, and unadvertised free bonuses. Go to blog.teacherclassroomresources.com. And don't forget to subscribe to us at the Teacher Rockstar Podcast. And if you'd like to support us, please feel free to share our podcast with others Post about it on social media. And if you feel comfortable, my friend, uh, leave a rating and review. That would be greatly appreciated. Thanks again. We'll see you same time, same place next week. And remember, my friend, you got this.